Hello again and welcome to another episode of the Vodka and Water podcast with your host, Mr. Seasoning, Mr. Antisocial and Mr. My Back is Hurting because I've been grooming my dog for about an hour, Jay. And to join me today, the queen of similes, the matriarch of metaphors, single as a Pringle, here is Ashley. Hello everyone. How are you doing? Okay, how are you? <laughs> well, mine's has been eventful. My back kills. I am wet. I'm tired. I've been grooming my dog for ages. I feel like, you know, when your phone's on 10% battery and it's barely mm-hmm. hanging on, I feel mm-hmm. like I'm barely hanging on this week. I've not had a full night's sleep for the mm. whole night. I've been cleaning up sick. Dogs, mm. dog sick at like four in the morning every oh. night practically so I'm tired so I don't know what I'm going to say today because I feel like I should be asleep instead of recording Mm. (laughs) so it's eventful this week for me Um, but beside that today we're talking about a very 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 interesting topic so in the budget this week man like Rishi um, tried to sort the economy out and announced two things to do with um, home ownership. So bringing back 95% mortgages and extending stamp duty, the stamp duty holiday for two more months uh, to allow for more homes to actually complete and be bought. And the 95% mortgages to allow people to buy a home with just a 5% deposit um, to get on the property ladder. So two good, good things uh, to do with the property side. So today we're going to be talking about renting versus buying. Mm. So to cut this one up, what are your thoughts? Um, I think it's good that he's introduced the 5% mortgages because a lot of people do want to own their own homes nowadays. A lot of our generation and older people do want to own their home. So I think that's good. Um, and is extended stamp duty, but at the same time with the pandemic, if you haven't like if you haven't put your deposit and stuff in motion, two months might not be enough time, but it is what it is. So with the stamp duty thing, I think it was just to allow for current people who are in a home buying process to complete their purchase without mm. the need for paying stamp duty. So I think that was purely for if you got the money and if you're going through a process now just to help you out. So they did that earlier on this year. Um, I think it's still happening now. I can't remember the date, but if you remember the um, old help to buy um, scheme, the hard yeah. to buy loan scheme, the equity loan, I think it was, you pay 10%. Um, the government pays 25%, you get the rest on mortgage or however kind of you want to make it up. They extended that by a bit just because there were so many people who had bought, but because of wave one, properties might not have been completed. So even if you, let's say, reserved your property in um, April of last year, you might not have been able to complete it, you know, by... January or February, whatever, whenever the deadline was, they extended it. So it was just to help people currently in a process to make it a bit easier. So I think that's really good um, on home ownership. And I think 5% makes it more affordable. So makes it more accessible. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the right word, actually. That's the right word, rather than affordably accessible. Because, so starting by renting, right? Because obviously renting leads to home ownership, or that's the kind of way that a lot of people in the UK think. Um, renting is... Personally, from my opinion on it, I think renting is something that you should do to understand life to a certain extent. Um, So I think if you're living with mom and dad, if you're living with parents, you're living with family, you have no goddamn idea how much the water bill costs. You don't know how much heating costs. You don't even know how much council tax is. Do you even know who your council tax provider is? Not not necessarily. Not all people who live with their parents are like that. Some people are very much aware because they have to contribute to the household, even though they still live at home. You contribute, well, it depends if the bill's in your name. But my my point is when when you actually do things on your own, then you will have a proper understanding of um, how things work. So you'll understand that's when it comes to budgeting. That's when you not just in theory put it into practice. You Well, it's not just theory, but you put it into practice at that stage. So, you know, you are paying your bills, you're paying uh, for the roof over your head, you're doing your food shop, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I think, so I rented to begin with, and I think renting really helped my understanding of how things mm-hmm. work. Um, without jumping straight into home ownership, which if you can do it, I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. I think if you can go straight from your parents' yard or your family mm. home straight to a home ownership and saves you rent, that's also good. Yeah, it is. It is good. If you if you can, if you're in a position to rent, um, even if it's just for six months, because sometimes you really need to learn how to live by yourself. And then it might help you decide that <clears throat> you want to live by yourself permanently mm. or you need flatmates. Because when you live in uni, it's not really the same. Whereas, well, it is, it is, a, it is an experience because not everybody um, moved away from home from uni. But when you get to that stage, sometimes after uni, if you don't necessarily move away, you have to usually come back home. And then you get to a stage where you're like, maybe I should try living alone type of thing, see how I can cope. Because now I've got a job, I make my own money, I don't have student loan. Mm. And it's if you can and you can actually afford it, it's all about living within your means because renting's cool and everything. I've got my own flat and stuff, but can you pay for Wi-Fi? Can you pay for the mm. water? Can you pay for electricity or and gas? Can you pay for your food shopping? Can you pay for your phone bill, your gym membership? your um, Netflix membership, your Amazon Prime, because that's all you had to pay for when you're at mum and dad's, right? The stuff that you owned. Can you pay for your petrol? Can you pay for if something breaks down in your car? Can you pay for any food that you get from outside, your deliveries and your just eats? Mm. Then then you're like, oh, just having my room, is that it? Because it's all good and well having your own bedroom, but are you sleeping in the cold? <laughs> yeah exactly can you heat your house um, like, are, are, is there is there rice at home <laughs> but i've got my own bedroom man lives by myself but there's not even rice at home and you're sleeping in the cold for five nights <laughs> no it's 100 percent. you if you once you get onto renting you bring on a lot of fixed costs into your life right if we look at it from that perspective because listen you ain't pay your rent you're getting kicked out there's not a case of, oh, I ran out of money this week. It's cool because you're living with your it's parents. Not. And you've got to remember, if you don't pay your rent, you're affecting somebody else's mortgage potentially. Mm. 
No, exactly. And someone else's income. And I've watched, um, oh, what's it called? Is it Nightmare? Oh, yeah, Night- I watched Nightmare that show. Tenants and, like, and la- landlords or some ish. And the amount of people that run up like two, three grand worth of debt. And it's like, that's that man's mortgage. And you've mashed up his house. So now he's got to pay legal fees to kick you out respectfully and legally and then he has to do up the house again and rent it and it's like everyone's trying to make money and a lot of people now because i know a few people that have bought a house mm. but they just rent it out mm. yeah but we all need to, yeah you all need to make money yeah do you know what i find that show right what really winds me up right and I totally get some people can't afford it, but if you cannot afford your rent, you should not be living there. Yeah, but don't, it's not within yeah, your means. So, no, but say for example, if you, I don't know, because a lot of people probably rent. I don't know. Let's say it was six hundred a month. Obviously, mm. me and Jay are talking outside of London. Yeah. That's <laughs> where um, and then your job, you can easily make six hundred. Then you get furloughed, or eventually you get laid off. No, so at the, start, na- no, at, no, at the start, at the start, you think you could pay your rent, and now, no, but now's can't. now's a different situation we're talking about. When some of these shows, the episodes I've seen were made, they were way pre-pandemic. You ain't got no excuse true, before true, that. True, true, true. Like you've got no excuse to just think you're free. We and the attitude of some people on that show, like, yeah, I'm living here, and you don't pay them rent. Why do you think you like nothing in life is for free? I find that so disrespectful. Like, how can you literally just live in someone else's yard, not pay money, and then expect them to um, show kindness and kind of keep you there? It's just mental. It's affecting their future. Yeah, they've got an investment, but that's because they've worked. But it might just be one property. They might not have a portfolio of like 10, 15 uh, properties. Mm. You know, that's helping them pay their retirement or, um, you know, their mortgage or fund their kids' education. I don't know, whatever. Um, It's not right. But anyway, that's my rant about that show. But I think the point about renting is it is expensive. Mm. Like it is expensive. It's pretty it is much... expensive. Even if you get a cheap flat mm. that's like, I don't know, less than 600 a month, you could just get like a little studio place or whatever. But you need to, there's so many things you need to take into account. The location, the um, commute, if you need to commute, if there's any public transport, is mm. there parking outside, how far you're from the next person in the city that you know of, or are you going to be living there alone, how far will it take you to get back home, home, now, there's so many things, and that's, that's, that's just, that's money in itself that can be, and then, just like, but even when you rent a place, because some places come unfurnished, mm, that cost a bomb buy, as well, you have to buy furniture, because well, listen, if, if you friend. if you lived at your parents, right, you ain't got no washing machine, you ain't got a fridge, no fridge you ain't got no a freezer. bed. Mm. Like these are essential things. Like the the main things that you need straight away. You need a fridge and you need a washing machine. Otherwise, you ain't gonna eat and you can't wash your clothes. You can mm. sleep on the floor for a little bit, right? It's not ideal, but you can do that. Those are the fundamental things you need straight away, day one in your yard. Mm. So. It's expensive. It's expensive to pay rent monthly and it's expensive to actually get on the rental ladder. 
if that it makes is, sense. Let alone, let alone buying a house. And yeah. people need to stop this narrative of saying, like, if you don't own your own house by 27. Um, first of all, it's not 1990 where you could buy a house <laughs> for like 7K. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Minimum a house these days that is relatively done up. You're not looking less than 90,000 pounds, depending on where you go. Oh, 90,000. You're buying a shoebox where I live. You ain't getting nothing. It all, de- it all depends on what area you are. I'd say 90,000 and above minimum, yeah? And most people's jobs, most people ain't making more than 25K, depending on what industry you're in. You don't have to do the maths there. How are you going to afford a house? But you're doing if you don't earn your house by the time you're 27, you're a failure. Do you even have a job? But you're getting <laughs> caught in tweets. I can't stand that whole, like, that whole narrative. Like, it's just... And you got to remember, nobody wants to own a home, you know? Some people are quite content with renting because... For them it's their stability and they know they can move and they don't want the commitment of having a house but that's tied down so renting suits a lot of people and you gotta remember a lot of people are not necessarily in relationships these days or mm. married so renting suits a lot of people and um you shouldn't bully or make fun of people's choices because at the end of the day if renting is within my means then i rent if buying a house is within my, reen, my means and I feel like that's the right decision for me, I buy a house. But at the end of the day, like, as long as, long as I know I can invite someone to my place of residence, yeah, and we're not looking at the floor, it's all okay. <laughs> like, people want to push this narrative so much and it's like, but when I go to your house, you don't even have the right key. But you're there telling me I need to own my house by 27, but you barely make 18k a year. So how does that work? <laughs> I'm not even being funny. I'm being deadly serious. Like the no, most capacity. It's, it's and annoying. I'm just like, Stay calm. Like reduce it. But that's general narratives in life, isn't it? It's you need to have you've been in a relationship by this point. You need to buy a house by this point. You need to have kids by this point. That's the general narrative around societal expectations, um, especially from being black and brown, I think there's more of that pressure that you need to get sorted by a certain age. Um, and if you're not, then people start asking questions in the community. So I think that's one of the general things and it fits into it, which is mental. But just touching on what you said, I think it, this is a key point. Home ownership is such a big deal in the UK, like a huge, huge deal in Europe, right? Not many people are owning homes. Like people, no, like every so many like, people rent. Rent renting is a thing. Like, and my mom, my parents have always said to me, if they had the chance, they would have rented like a little bit more just to get a feel of the market. Because I feel like if you rent, you'd be able to understand the housing market a lot better. Mm. What you can get for your money, what type of areas are good, what type of areas are bad. But if you go straight into right, I'm just gonna stay at my mom and dad's house, and then I buy a house when I'm like 31 and you have like no idea of the market, you've never rented before, you've never lived outside, you never lived alone before, you never even lived with a partner, or you've lived with flatmates or even family, and then you move, and then for example, you get married and then you buy a house, like Mm. that's a big readjustment period. And everybody's up for that. Like I really do encourage people listening to this podcast to really try and live alone. Even if you just move away for uni for four years or three years, or you do a placement, or you live with family for like six months, it really opens up your, what's the word I'm looking for? I think it makes you come to understand you as a person, 
Mm. I feel like when you're on your own, you do things your way and you understand what you like and what you don't like. Being mm. surrounded by people, you're influenced by them naturally, i.e. your parents, your family. But when you live on your own, you understand you as a person more. That I yeah. personally felt from having done that for years, I personally felt that I learned a lot about who I am living alone and how to live alone. And how to manage money, because, like, mm. you don't really... You understand, when you're in uni, to a certain extent, you don't really... You manage money, but you kind of get money given to you. You do, so yeah. So <laughs> you manage that. You ain't when working for the money, that's for sure. Well, we are, because we go to uni and lectures, but, you know... Oh, I mean? please, but, yeah, go on. <laughs> like, I do encourage people, if you are really looking... If you are looking to buy your own property or rent go through your bank statement the past couple of months and see which things you can live without and stop just stop like live within your means like if your friends are buying takeaway and this month you budgeted and you can't afford takeaway then you just can't afford it and you're not being difficult you just can't afford it because who told you to go into your overdraft unprovoked because ever oh they love that in uni they're proper oh yeah overdraft and overdraft, overdraft. I, was like, I can't even spell overdraft and then you're there paying it back seven years later <laughs> yeah it's just i don't it is baffling it is baffling but all right now no, we're talking- it is. you just need to read the information is out there yeah read the information there's so much stuff there's so many clubhouse youtube videos of people our age like late 20s mm. wanting to buy a house how they've saved up for it what they did what type of areas they looked at what decision making there's specific um organizations that help people get on the property ladder like join step ladder like there's stuff out there mm. and like speak to people speak to elders speak to people that rent speak to people that have bought their house because you gotta remember the good thing about renting is that for example if your washing machine no if your boiler breaks down mm, you're covered the, la- yeah. the landlord is expected to cover that or there's no water your landlord is expected to cover that however <laughs> if you have bought a house and your boiler breaks down it is your house so you have to cover that and trust me no one wants to sit in this uk <laughs> in the cold it, it i wouldn't recommend i've done it a few times and i was like Mm-mm. it is it's freezing no and listen no from me it's, it's at least three degrees colder where i am because <laughs> i'm out in the countryside but i exactly know what you mean i think um touching on two things so in europe just like adding a bit to that loads mm. of people move country to, so europe is treated like the united states of america it's like the united states of europe people move from country to country based on jobs that they get right and where they want to go and that's why they rent and home ownership isn't seen as a big thing so in the uk it absolutely is which is just a huge difference and obviously we've lived abroad so we we understand that um, and it does give so, people so much flexibility so much flexibility if you don't know what's going to happen if you're very open to changing careers if you're going to travel whatever you're going to do renting is a real good option yeah. in england i don't know why we're so fascinated by buying a house where are the houses please oh damn, that's, a whole, that's a whole that's a whole other because where are they 
there aren't enough houses, there's more demand and house prices are going up and up and up and up. Literally, by the time, give it a couple of years, your average three bed home in the Midlands is going to cost you 300,000. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. It, it, it's it, like... This, and in, this, listen, this, listen, this, hang on, hang on. In London, that's going to seem like nada. That's going to seem like nothing at all because you can't get anything. But in the Midlands, 300,000 is a three bed yard. It's crazy. In, in the future, in a couple of years, you can get it under that for now. Um, but in a, in a good area, I'm talking about, and that's the the other reason why I think people rent is because, and you know, this was the same here. I didn't have the money. I didn't have the funds to buy, so we rented, and I didn't want to live with my rents because after uni, I don't want to be doing that. So I had to rent and had to rent and save up at the same time, and then eventually bought. So. But they are building a load of new homes literally everywhere. That is true. Everywhere. New build homes are everywhere. Every field that used to be a field. Listen, if you're a landowner, you think you've got a yard and land, you better protect that land and make sure the home builder don't turn up and be like, right, we're going to put 50 properties here. But yeah, it's hard. Save, save 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 <laughs> me and jay might have to do another podcast on this one think about it like mm. think to yourself do i want to buy a house because everybody is buying a house or do i want to buy a house because i genuinely want to own my own home i think that's the first thing to start with is like what is your intention like buying renting living where you are what is your intention what do you want to do and what funds you got in your bank account to make that happen if you've got enough to buy a house okay go for it if you want to do it if you don't have enough and you're sick and tired of living at home go and rent if Mm. you can firm living at home and you want to save up money keep saving up until you can buy figure Mm. out what your intentions are um, and then make a decision as to renting and do you know what the other thing right i forgot to say earlier if you are renting i would highly suggest if you are in a relationship rent and live together to see if you'd actually tolerate each other because it's nice and fine and dandy having these weekend relationships where you go out to restaurants eat and drink have a good time la 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 all that good shit dress up for each other look good blah 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 and then when you get to living with the person listen things change life is Mm. different being around Mm. someone 24 Mm. 7 and you've mm. got to compromise your life and they've got to compromise their mm. life for you mm. so i would highly advise renting without getting into a situation where you both bought a house you break up and then you are screwed because you realize you don't like living with each other so renting is a good test to know if you're going to be with your partner for a long time because it is it isn't easy because you have mm. to change you they have to change they Mm. and make it work between both of you and if you Mm. can make it work then you know the risk of owning a home with both of you in the future is going to be lower because you firmed it for six months a year two years three years whatever living together and you know the good stuff about a relationship all that time when you get all up in your feelings and you know the bad stuff's where you do argue you do piss each other off you get on each other's nerves and you don't Mm. want to talk to each other but you've Mm. lived through both of it when if you've got a weekend Mm. relationship all you got is an icy nicey so home ownership yeah always one of these things um it's a huge 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 life achievement uh to achieve what society portrays to be a huge life achievement it doesn't have to be for you you can define it to be whatever you want it to be but society defines that as one of the big life Mm. achievements so 
Yeah, let us know what you think. Renting, buying, we know it's not easy. Either way, it costs a lot of money. Uh, but you got to do what you got to do to live in England in 2021. Yeah, and um, don't feel pressure. Like, me and Jay are in completely different situations and I don't feel pressure to be like Jay and Jay doesn't feel like pressure to be like me in terms of home ownership and renting and buying. So, No, exactly, like... but we're both different people in different stages exactly. in our lives and where, the, where we just happen to be the same age. Exactly. Right? And it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. It's just we're doing different things you know um and this is the thing uh, i know we're going on a run here if you see someone having stuff that looks amazing don't always think that that's the actual case because listen things can look nice on instagram but in reality situations might be different so don't just go with that figure out what makes you happy and what you want in life because there's always going to be someone that has more than you there's always going to be someone that has less than you Figure out what yeah. makes you happy. No, don't, don't envy people's journey because you don't know what they've done to get there. Well, yeah, that. Exactly. Exactly. Tell them. That's a mic drop line there. Right. It is. <laughs> it is. And on that note, tell people where to follow us. First of all, if you haven't, last week, me and Jay recorded a special episode, part two of the Melanin and Me episode, which is episode 25. Where are you from? Um, we recorded it on their podcast so if you search melanin and me in all your streaming platforms you will find that episode with me and jay and we just talk about more things about where you're from and it was a great episode from all accounts so definitely listen to that we've had a good laugh for sure exactly and if you haven't listened to our previous episode which is episode 30 and we talk about how well, we talk, we kind of predicted how lockdown is going to ease and what we would do once lockdown has eased. So definitely listen to that. Um, if you want and to continue listen to, listening to us and following us, you can follow us on Instagram on at vodka and water pod and use the hashtag vodka and water pod if you're tagging us or anything. If you want to add us on Twitter, it's VAWpod. If you want to send us an email, it's vodkaandwaterpod at gmail.com. Um, obviously, like us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the casts. Um, download it, stream it, run the numbers up. Me and Jay are happy mm-hmm. to talk and give us. And if you have any topics you want to um, suggest, let us know. But definitely run the numbers up, stream the thing, send it to a friend, to a friend, to a friend. I give it to your mum for Mother's Day next week. <laughs> everything, man, everything. Uh, and just a quick one, because um, the episode will come out before Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers that are celebrating. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out all the mums that are not ne- that are not there no more, or they're not really in your life, or there's a mother figure in your life. Just shout them all out, man. Amen, amen. You are on fire today. Come on, absolute fire. Your and... WhatsApp emoji flames. <laughs> <laughs> Promo machine. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode. And until next week, we are logging out. You got to log in to log out. And remember to season your food. Bye, everyone.